Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. So guys, Goodbye. this is our it's afternoon recording. I yeah, can't remember weird. the last time we recorded during the day. Yeah, it's very weird. It's you know, we, pushed, we pushed back to like 6.30 as a usual record, and then have lately been doing it at like 7 or 7.30. And I don't so, know if we've ever recorded, like, this early. Well, no, we did a morning record once, I think. I think so, yeah. I do wonder, like, I don't know, maybe you guys tell me what you think about this. What I don't, is your, I don't think about What it. is your lowest energy time of the day? Because I think it might be 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when uh, I first hmm. wake up, before I get out of bed, I feel like I need another five to ten hours of sleep <laughs> then as soon as my feet touch the ground i will like be awake see but i have that like screaming adrenaline rush when i wake up early and it's like okay well i really wish i could stay in bed or possibly kill myself but <laughs> i have to get to work so argh! and oh. then that that gets me over the hump but then after lunch i'm like this is still happening to me. I wish I could just be asleep. <laughs> I'm imagining you bought one of those gravity blankets and you're literally going <laughs> and fighting your way out of bed. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe that's the piece that's missing from my life. This morning I didn't fall asleep until like mm, 2 or 2.30 in the morning because insomnia. Mm -hmm. Oh, because you had a dentist appointment? Yeah, sure. Ah, yeah. <laughs> at 2.30 th in the morning for some reason instead of the normal time. Uh, yeah, it was a disco. Dentist. <laughs> it's all glow lights. So you see the blood everywhere. Oh God! <laughs> Why would there be glow lights? You can yeah, have regular lights at night, Louisa. But no, do, disco dentist. But they even. do have those bumpers on the side so that if their pick <laughs> yeah. slips, it doesn't scratch your gums. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is very good. They put one of those little um, little glow sticks that is in a mouthpiece for raves inside yeah. your mouth. <laughs> Instead of putting up an x-ray of your teeth, they just show music videos from the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, I love Blue it. by Eiffel 65 is playing over the speakers. <laughs> yep. I uh, think my lowest energy time is probably like 11 p.m. Because if I, if I receive new information around that time, I don't retain it. Oh, I wish. <laughs> the early every day, evening for at, me is, Every I day think. at 11 p.m., my brain is like, now is the time. Like, now it's time to get geared up to run a marathon or some bullshit. Yeah. And uh, I just want to lay down, but then that's the only time that I want to actually get things done. Yeah, um, I see what you're saying. I kind of get that feeling, but also, if I have a conversation or read anything, I won't retain it. I didn't finish talking about my bad sleep cycle. I fell asleep at 2.30 oh, yeah. and then woke up fully awake at 4 o'clock in the morning from a horrible nightmare and immediately started uh, experiencing visual hallucinations. Oh, God. Like, I looked up at the window in my room and was like, oh, how'd my cat get in here? And then I went and turned the light on. My cat wasn't there at all on the windowsill. There was <laughs> nothing cat. there, actually. <laughs> Ghost cat confirmed. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and I was going to say, I freaked feel like out enough that... that I slept with the light on for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a crazy nightmare last night, too. 
That's weird. What was yours about? I was in an elevator and the cable snapped and I was falling for so long that I had time to text all my loved ones that I loved them before <laughs> I died. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine, there was some kind of baby that started speaking with a very low demon voice. <laughs> That's just <laughs> Boss Baby, Jeff. You were just watching <laughs> Boss Baby. <laughs> I wouldn't classify Alec Baldwin as a demon, necessarily. Uh, he's a demon of capitalism. <laughs> is, mm, I guess the Boss Baby is, but I'm not sure <laughs> Every Alec character Baldwin he's ever is. played. Okay. okay. Not Alec Baldwin, but every character he's played is definitely a demon of capitalism. He's in the new Mission Impossible, and that's kind of yeah. weird, because he doesn't seem like a person who should be in serious movies anymore. No, he doesn't he seem like, like the a kind person, of person who... who might say to Tom Cruise, you know, Scientology is bullshit, and that should get him kicked off the movie, but apparently not. He also seems like the kind of person who shouldn't be allowed to be in movies at all anymore after all that heinous shit he said to his like infant daughter. <laughs> no, she was like thirteen. Okay, well, that's, and I don't defend him. I don't age. defend him for saying those things, but I mean, don't we all want to yell at thirteen-year-olds? <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, but that's what YouTube is for. <laughs> He's cultivated this personality of being um, an extremely angry, like second or third generation Irish person from Boston, and so I feel like it's on brand for him to yell misogynist hatred at women and girls. Yeah, but isn't that a brand it's we've bad. all decided? Isn't that a brand we've all decided? No, thank you. Yes, I agree <laughs> that it's bad, but it's not like surprising enough to me that I would expect any him to face any consequences for it. <laughs> yeah. Usually, only people men, oh, men only face consequences when they do something unexpected. That's the kind of attitude I hear all the time about Woody Allen, where you're like, well, I liked his movies enough that I guess, like, I'm not surprised by him being a total pervert, so I guess I can still like his movies. And, like, I get it, but you shouldn't. Mm, yeah, no, I can't watch his movies anymore, because now the subtext of all of them is much more upsetting than it already was, and it was already kind of upsetting. Yeah, the thing is, when you say subtext, if you pay attention, sometimes he'll make little throwaway jokes about pedophilia, and you're like, oh, that was just you, like, privately enjoying that you could make this joke in a movie and no one was gonna stop you. Yeah. Like, it's not, you're not saying pedophilia is bad, you're just saying, like, haha, get it? Yeah, this, this, uh, just came up for me on Twitter today, uh, it's, I, it's a common, like, people do it intentionally as a recruiting tactic for, like, Nazi mm. websites, where they'll, like, they have, Stormfront had a recruitment guide. Uh, if you don't know, audience and co-host Stormfront is a web forum for neo-Nazis, and they're- Was it, wasn't it that Thor's axe in the, uh, the Avengers movie? <laughs> Close. Stormbreaker. <laughs> Nazis do also love the, uh, Norse mythology characters, so, you know, close do enough. Do you think- uh, Wait, I, I wanna say one thing real quick. Louisa, I know you haven't seen this movie yet. I promise this is the minorest of spoilers, okay? So don't get upset. Mm, Do you I think when upset. Thor killed Dumbledore? <laughs> yeah. No. The minorest of spoilers. Do you think that they made it that Thor o only has one blue eye now was to, for them to be like, fuck you, neo-Nazis. Like, he's not blonde hair, blue eye Aryan anymore? No, no I don't think <laughs> I don't think anyone who makes those movies cares even the slightest bit about alienating Nazis. Like I don't think I want, it would be something to, that they would do or avoid doing. L listen, Jeff, I want to believe. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, yeah, it's a recruitment tactic to be like, all right, all of our beliefs are that the lesser races are bad and should be exterminated, but you have to say that it's a joke so that we can recruit more people into our organization and so that people can't criticize us because we're, in quotes, just joking. Mm. When you uh, posted that, I agree with you, and it immediately made me think of that lyric from It's Getting Hot in Here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just kidding. Says, unless you're gonna do it, he yeah, he says I got a friend with a pole in the basement, and then a woman's voice says what? And he says I'm just kidding, like Jason. I guess that's a, a reference to Jason Kidd, the basketball player. I don't know. <laughs> oh yes, that makes way more sense. I was trying, <laughs> I spent a long time trying to figure out what just kidding like Jason. Yeah, so he says I'm just kidding like Jason. Then she says oh, like she accepts that he was just kidding. And then of course yeah, like Jeff said, he says unless you're gonna do it. Yeah, you could hear in the <laughs> lyric sheet where it writes beat in parentheses <laughs> unless mm-hmm. you're gonna do it. But uh, <laughs> the difference is that's a very good joke. That's a very good <laughs> is joke. It? Yes, it is because it's making. I mean. Maybe it's not making fun of, but I like to think it's making fun of, like, guys doing that to their girlfriends, where it's like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if you dressed up like a, like a slutty maid? Right? Wouldn't it? That would be hilarious if you did that. <laughs> Here's the problem with that, though. A lot of men will put that out there to people they are not in relationships with. Like, yes, oh, wouldn't it be funny bad. if you posted way more photos of your picture, of your uh, feet in your pictures on Instagram, famous model? That would be so hilarious if you would do that. Yeah, that um, was exactly <laughs> the thing that got uh, former Polygon employee Nick Robinson in all that trouble, is that all yeah. of his messages were like, wouldn't it be funny if you sent me nude photographs in exchange for a better position in the gaming industry? Ah ha ha, I'm just kidding. He wasn't kidding. And, and it wouldn't. It wouldn't be funny. (laughs) It wouldn't be funny. It would just be tantalizing (laughs) to a pervert. Yeah, Yeah. it's not even a joke. That's the thing that was so offensive to me. I was like, what is the, what, like, if it would be one thing if it was like, hey, Griffin McElroy, wouldn't it be funny if you sent me a nude photo because neither of us are gay? Yeah, I could see how that would be a little bit funny. Oh, but that also is definitely a thing that happens online is someone who is secretly gay would be like, wouldn't it be funny if I had sex with a dude? Hilarious. (laughs) That's a very common joke that people do. (laughs) Yes, I suppose that's true. That's why we've talked about this before. It's really hard to be like, "Ah, isn't it funny to talk about like sitting on a cake as a sexual thing? But you can't ever say that because everyone who hears you say isn't that funny is gonna be like no you secretly like that (laughs) (laughs) uh so for the record to our audience i just want you to know i am i am not secretly into anything at all so yeah matt's very publicly into sitting on cakes with uh bare feet out (laughs) yeah i guess so i mean i would do it i don't think i'd get any kind of sexual pleasure out of it but wouldn't it be funny <laughs> yeah, i keep getting so someone on curious cat who sends me questions of a scatological nature that are very yes. uh bad. why do you do that website that's all that's what it's for <laughs> i just realized well i just realized i could block this person so i blocked them but it's been good i i i've gotten like five of them that i haven't posted they've been getting like increasingly more erratic like the person's yeah. like oh no he's noticed i'm jacking off to these <laughs> it non-consensually role-playing with you about this. Yeah. It reminds me of that scene in Purple Man, or in Jessica Jones, when Purple Man <laughs> breaks into her apartment and pees in her toilet just to be like, I have control over you, and it's very scary, mm. except this person doesn't really get the point of it. <laughs> oh yes, it's almost verbatim uh, that, because many of the messages are like, I'm going to come to your house and poop in your toilet. Yep. 
So that's bad. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, everything's if, bad. If, if you're, if it's one of our listeners doing that, you know, don't do it. And if you think that it's a funny Wouldn't joke, funny? I'm not laughing. Wouldn't I'm creeped out. Wouldn't it be funny if somebody did that? It wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be funny. So don't do it. Yep. Matt, what did you do online uh, this week? Oh, okay. I was about to ask you that, but I guess <laughs> I'll go. Um, so I started watching the Polygon stream Gil and Gilbert because I genuinely like Polygon and I mostly liked it for the McElroys. But now that they're gone, I'm trying to like get into their other personalities. And um, Brian Gilbert is very, very compelling. I genuinely find that boy to be so sweet. Uh, and Patrick Gill, I never really got, but I'm starting to get the hang of him, and he's uh, he's pretty funny too. So Patrick's guys... the one who did the police retweet. <clears throat> yes, he's the one that I literally cannot tell apart from James Urbaniak when I see pictures of him. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. um, and like, you know, at first I kind of thought he had that sense of humor of like always being slightly distant and weird, and that's his whole thing. Sort of like, um. Uh, what's, what are those guys that we did a, we did an episode about their show? Flight of the Concords? No, um, ah, damn it. Uh, great job show. Oh, Tim and Eric. Eric. Tim and Eric. Yes. I thought he had that kind of style, but I think he's just genuinely, like, weird and he does still try to be funny, which I appreciate, as opposed to being non-humor constantly, which is what Tim and Eric are, so... Uh, anyway, have you guys, have either of you guys watched, uh, Gil and Gilbert? No, no, I keep meaning to, because I think that, uh, Patrick is a really, he seems like a really nice guy, like, I, yes. the first interaction I had was watching Please Retweet, and then it got really big, and he started tweeting about, like, it feels really nice to put this out there because, like, he struggles with social anxiety, and this is, like, an interesting expression and exploration of it in a comedy format, and so, because he seems to be a very considered person, I've been interested in following up with more content. I just haven't. Yeah, pairing him with, like, uh, that the nerdy show choir kid from high school that is Brian Gilbert <laughs> is, like, absolutely perfect. They do such a good job together, and the whole stream is every week they pick a game and a uh, like a in theme punishment for what they do every time they die while playing that game. So, for instance, they did the new Road Rash bike racing game, and every time that they failed, they get they put a new temporary tattoo on each other, <laughs> and they are all uh, Toy Story three and Avengers temporary tattoos. And they were covered with hundreds of them by the end. It's a very funny show, and I highly recommend it if you like game streams at all. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I what the my favorite genre of video that Polygon does is let's play but not bad. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> boy, the, the I just thing... can't watch someone play a whole video game, but I will absolutely watch like an edited or uh, comedic someone playing a video game. Here's the thing. I don't understand why it would ever be fun to watch somebody be good at a video game. <laughs> I just yeah. don't understand it. But watching people be mediocre at a video game and have a lot of fun, I get that. I do kind of <laughs> like watching uh, some speedruns, like if they're not too like glitchy, because the glitchy ones can sometimes be incomprehensible. Yeah, and a lot of speedruns I can have on in the background, but if I try to pay yeah. attention to them, it's just like this is mind-numbing. Like <laughs> this is a this is some like 
17-year-old kid explaining to me at length about, like, frame cancels while I watch somebody play, you know, Super Mario Brothers 3 that I've seen a million times. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I yeah, like- I was reading a thing, a Kotaku thing, about um, trying to speedrun uh, Super Mario Odyssey and how this group thought for, like, five months they'd figured a way out a way to do something, but they couldn't do it. And it involved rolling the game back to a previous version uh, mm. that's not the current version, because they patched mm. something that they then exploited the thing that wasn't patched yet. And it's like, at that point, like, why don't you just go into the game and hack it so that you get the end credits, and then you could just be like, look, I I finished the game in two minutes, can you believe it? That's like, you're doing all these cheats, what's the point? <laughs> That specific thing uh, that you mentioned, that strategy, caused a huge debate in the Super Mario World speedrunning thing, because you could manipulate the random number generator by pushing a certain sequence of buttons, uh, where as soon as the game booted up, it would just go to the end credits, and there was a lot of debate as to whether this should count as a two-second long speedrun or not. It should, by all these stupid rules, yeah. (laughs) Well, I do like that there's now categories of, like, Glitch speedruns, tool assist speedruns, and whatever, 100% speedruns or whatever yeah. that are, mm-hmm. like, split out so that, like, if somebody says they're going to do a glitch speedrun, don't bother to watch it. I don't know why <laughs> anyone ever does that. Because, like you say, Louisa, it's just, you might as well just be like, hey, I brought up a YouTube video of the end credits of the game. <laughs> yeah. So. I did it. I, I, wa- it. I did it. I beat it. <laughs> Did we talk about there was, like, someone discovered a new Zelda glitch that people thought you couldn't do, uh, like, manually with a controller? Did we talk about that? No, I don't think so. No. There was an Ocarina of Time. You're not supposed to- Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Is it going to be funny at all? Even a little bit. (laughs) It's relevant to the conversation, but we can move on if you want to get to something funnier. Not necessarily. I just is it going to be like a five minute long story and then oh, there's no, no joke at the end? It'll be like two minutes and there's no okay. joke at the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's that's like, twice as good as what you thought. <laughs> yeah, we can skip it. Do you want to skip it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, is there a payoff? Even if it's not funny, is there something? Is there a point to it? I guess is my question. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Now the audience is so curious <laughs> that I feel like I have to say it. <laughs> All right, fair Speed enough. Speed run this story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So you're not supposed to be able to get to Gerudo Valley at a certain point in Ocarina of Time, but someone figured out a way to do it without using, like, the tool assist where you just, like, program the controller inputs. Uh, and there was a lot of debate about whether the move should be allowed in the category of speedrun that he did it in, because it is, in some ways, a glitch, even though it does not necessarily break the game mechanics. Hmm. Yep, this is what I was afraid of. Um, (laughs) I do have one question. I remember when Breath of the Wild came out, even for a long time after, they people kept saying you couldn't speedrun the beginning part, so you had to take like an hour and a half or something just to do that to get off the plateau. Is that still true? I think they figured out a way to get to the ground without doing that. Hmm. I know I saw a video where they got to the ground and then got like teleported back 30 seconds later or something, but I'm not sure if they figured out a way past it yet. It would be insane to try to speedrun that game without your paraglider, though. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I heard, I mean, everything that I've seen, every speedrun strat I've seen says you absolutely need to get that uh, slingshot power where you freeze the thing and then hit it a bunch of times to make it fly, Mm -hmm. because that is the only way you can get to Ganon's castle without having done any of the uh, 
uh, guardians or whatever. Oh, right, yeah, that was, I think that was the only, uh, temple they beat, was the one that, uh, lets you freeze stuff and, and make it go far away by hitting it a lot. Because right. you, like, jump on top of a tree or something and it'll launch you off of the plateau. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, oh, you know what I should have talked about is I went to see the Game Masters exhibit at the Franklin Institute this week as well, and I don't have a whole lot to say. It's like the history of game design, but not from an artistic point of view, but rather from a, like, a engineering design point of view. So, like, engineering philosophies in different games, like, uh, you know, defense-based games from the arcade era to modern day versus, like, uh, you know, maze runners and stuff like that. It was very cool. And the only thing that I want to say about it is that <laughs> Jen was, my fiance Jen, was absolutely dumbfounded that the game Altered Beast existed. When we got to that point, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I have to beat up all these, I'm, I'm a big muscle man, and I beat up all these Greek gods until I turn into a werewolf. She was just, she was so, like, upset <laughs> that a game that was so ridiculous in premise ever actually existed at all. Don't, don't tell her about furries. <laughs> Altered Beast is like the furriest game of all things. I was gonna say, don't tell her about that one Game Boy Final Fantasy where you go to heaven to meet God and then kill God. Well, that's That most describes JRPGs. every other Final Fantasy. <laughs> They're usually not specifically described as God, though. Dragon I mean, Quest Seven, the like secret boss was God, and it was an old white guy in a beard, and they had to change it to the Almighty when it came to America, which is like <laughs> barely a really. change. <laughs> yeah, Zeno Gears, you fight a giant robot at the end that is called Jehovah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's there are not a lot great. of anyway. Let's go ahead. I mean, that's a great game, though. Everyone should play Zeno Gears. It's one of the best games of all time. Okay, Jeff, what did you do online this week? So I have seen a, a new Simpsons meme. Um, it was added to Know Your Meme just ten days ago, and the title of the page currently is Bart Hits Homer with a Chair. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> um, and yeah. there seems to be a couple variations on it. It's always a gif of Homer is in the tub, Bart hits him over the head with a chair, and then Homer screams. Usually I see it... The one I've seen a lot lately is... Uh, normal audio, and then Homer's scream is replaced with some other funny sound. But there's also oh. a lot where it's still images or GIFs where Bart, Homer, and the chair are labeled. Um, like I've seen a lot where Bart is replaced with another character as well. Hmm. Oh, I saw one where uh, it's the GameCube startup, except the cube doesn't fit into the logo at the end. It drops off the bottom of the screen oh, and hits yeah. Homer in the head. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I saw another one where good. it goes all over the screen in a crazy pattern and keeps making that noise and you feel like you're going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw um, one where Bart was replaced with Captain Falcon doing a Falcon punch yeah, on uh, uh, Homer. I think I retweeted <laughs> that last night, or faved oh, it. Okay. Since... Uh, someone pointed out on Twitter that Twitter has three buttons that do stuff, and now, because likes will show up in your friends' feeds, one of the buttons will randomly do a function of the other buttons without you having <laughs> any control over it. Yes, that's true. Uh, that's for those who like to feel lucky. Hey, speaking of which, what does that I'm feeling lucky button do on Google? Does anyone ever use it? What it does it do? It goes to the first search it goes result. It a random thing, Ugh. doesn't it? 
No, it goes for the first search randomly. result. Yeah. Why would you ever do that? What is the benefit to that? Google was invented in like 1998 when people would, when there were five websites and the first one that you would search <laughs> would be probably the right one. All right. And I'm also it type- took for, it took forever to load stuff. So I guess I'm going to type not a virus in Google and then do I'm feeling lucky. I'm sure it will work out <laughs> just fine. Are you feeling that lucky? <laughs> uh, the, the, popular uh edit of this simpsons thing uh is bart is labeled me the chair is labeled africa by toto and homer being smashed with the chair is labeled everyone else and there's now two genres of meme which are uh x is greater than y is greater than z and this genre which is uh i do a thing that annoys other people or person does a thing that annoys second group (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yes. I mean, all (laughs) memes boil down to one of those two constructions, I think. Yeah, it's just never been so clear to me as it is now that these these are the two memes that exist. Well, you know what? Steamed Hams doesn't... Steamed Hams is just nonsense absurdism. It doesn't uh, necessarily uh, tell the viewer any opinion of the creator. Once I started realizing that reaction gifs, there for every reaction you want to do, there are a million reaction gifs that are some people like everybody would have a different opinion of what the best one is. I started realizing that the concept of like coolness or pop culture edginess is stupid and bad, and like <laughs> everyone who thinks they're cool is the worst person alive. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway. like, like when all of those Vine things were popular, like, what are those, and Damn Daniel and stuff, it's like, why are you doing this so much? It's so dumb. Yeah. Uh, I can't stand any of those mic drop gifts anymore, because they're always posted a million times in the thread of a politician being like, you know, I think actually it's time to say Trump is bad, and then some out-of-touch horrible mom somewhere is like, oh, you said it, you said it, girl, and mic drop gif. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I like this one where Bart is labeled Marvel Studios, and the chair is labeled Avengers Infinity War, and Homer is labeled fans. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) All, the trouble with all meme formats now is they all are like, this thing's bad, and this thing's good. Like, that's just what they're communicating. That's what I was saying. I also... I also feel like that the Marvel one you just read it kind of misses the point of the of the meme because I I always took it to mean the chair is something bad that you do to somebody else but that one seems to imply that it's this is a good thing but made people sad anyway no I think a- I think this is more nuanced than that because I can't quite remember the episode that it came from but I believe it was about them roughhousing and Bart well, being was- a small child doesn't know that it's not okay to hit him in the back of the head <laughs> with a chair while he's in the bathtub like it's not time for roughhousing now 
Yeah, it was because Bart was watching professional wrestling and yes. he saw the Professor Slam or somebody hit yeah. somebody with a chair. So it's kind of like, this is good, this will be fun, but you hurt the person you're hitting it with, right? I think that it makes sense because there are many aspects of that film which are emotionally devastating in such a way that they could be represented by the fans being hit over the head with a chair. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, even though I haven't seen it, so I really can't say yeah, I didn't want to get specific. Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just don't... Maybe this meme means some... Maybe I'm the one who's getting this meme wrong, but it sure seems like it should be something intentionally harmful as opposed to oh, something no. that's... Oh, no. Avengers like, Infinity War yeah. is intentionally harmful. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good... <laughs> if you start saying anything that makes you feel anything is intentionally attacking you, that's not a good way to live your life. Just go to know your meme slash meme slash I feel attacked to understand why that might be a... Yep. Alright, uh, what'd you do online this week? I looked up some recipes to share, and uh -huh. I figured out that it is so impossibly hard to do that nowadays. Everything's, like, behind a paywall or set up in such a way that you can't just tell someone who isn't technologically savvy, which is always the people who you need to give recipes to. Yep. You can't just be like, here it is, here's this recipe, I'm not going to print it for you on my printer using expensive ink, I'm just going to give you the link. But then it's impossible for them to find the info. So I guess that's just the world we live in? Man, expensive ink would be a great name for a personal company. Like, if you started up your own like <laughs> consulting company and called it expensive ink, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> would it? It would. Wait, why would people want to hire you? They because already know you're expensive. <laughs> because expensive is a sign of class, Louisa. <laughs> Could it just be classy ink? Nope. That doesn't mean anything. That's, the, that's crazy. Is there is there a company called Squid Incorporated? Probably. Uh, probably. Sounds like this, some dumb shit that Steve Jobs or the Beatles would come up with, which yeah, is why they both exactly. came up with Apple Core. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, only the Beatles did Apple Core. Apple well, Computers yeah. is not. And they're app, they're no, Apple Inc. Hang on. Hang on. They did Apple Corp. Core, when you say core, it implies like a military group. It's not. It's a corporation. It's Apple Corp. And therefore they are wrong and I am right. <laughs> But, no, uh, it is it is Apple Core. Apple, it is with an S at the end. Yeah. So what is this? A, a, it's is a pun. This an army. They're putting together an army. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like, they're not just going to call That's it Apple Corp. That wouldn't be a pun. I know, but you can't call a company. You couldn't be like, here's my new company. It's called the military. <laughs> yeah, you could. I don't think you could. <laughs> you absolutely could, of course. Oh, man, that would be a great grift, then. You could write a letter to Congress and be like, hey, you're this supposed to give me 70... You're supposed Hold to give on. me 75% of all your taxes. <laughs> uh, it's also just a group of people, because the press corps. Uh, I guess so, but I, I thought... I always thought that that was sort of a... <laughs> Uh, dig against the press being like a paramilitary organization. Oh, probably. Well, maybe the no. I don't. I don't think it's ironic at all. I think it's just what they're called. Maybe. Well, anyway, it's a stupid name for a company. You can't just start doing that. You couldn't be like, <laughs> "Here's my new company. It's called 
the information marching band. Like, no, it has to be called information company. You can't call it information marching band just because it's could, another word for a group of you people. Absolutely could call it information marching band. <laughs> but you shouldn't because it's stupid. Because and the Matt Beatles are stupid. Like <laughs> the trouble when you get creative is then there's confusion where, like, sometimes when people mention the TV show This Is Us, uh, because that's just a part of speech, I don't understand what they're saying at first. Like, if you just work the words, this is us, into a conversation, you're like, wait, what's us? Oh, it's that TV show. Yeah, they should definitely change the name of that show to It Me. Yeah. <laughs> but then it would it be as incorporated. hard. It would be, yeah. <laughs> that's a company for millennials, am I right? Am I right, fellow baby oh, boomers? great. Oh man, it would be great. <laughs> the It Me Army. <laughs> Just to make it as infuriating to Matt and Louisa as possible. The It Me Army Don't At Me. Would be their slogan. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's good. <laughs> anyway, it's what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about these random subreddits, I think. Yay. Okay. Uh, what did so you get? I got r slash MTG Altered, which, as near as I can tell, is about Magic the Gathering cards. And maybe people have edited them. I Oh I, no, speedruns. It's a bit hard to understand. Um but I don't it's know what's probably he, gonna be the one we end up talking about. Yeah, I think it's people it's like fan edits of Magic the Gathering cards, which <sighs> is an insane thing, but it kind of sounds like it would be fun to talk Speaking about. Speaking of the speedruns, couldn't you just make a card that's like, I have all the powers and this card causes oh. the other person to instantly lose. I for these are for art purposes, not for playing. Oh, okay. Like that, um, like that Jigglypuff card that someone did yes. a time lapse of them painting extra surroundings around it. Exactly oh, yeah, that's that. Fun. Um, I got R class. It's an R class, so you know it's good. <laughs> R slash, not as good uh, as S class. <laughs> uh, Shy Bears, C H I is in Chicago, and it's the Chicago Bears subreddit. When I saw this link, yes, I thought same. it was going to be something chi like Chibi Bears, and I was really excited. But I it was thought something stupid. I thought it was Chibi Ears. I didn't realize there was no <laughs> I after the V, and I was like, oh yeah, so like those headphones that have cat ears and stuff now, right? Oh yeah. no, I would be thinking it would, was a subreddit for very specific anime perverts. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Most yes. subreddits are small <laughs> anime ears. <laughs> yep. And I got R slash bartenders. I think we've done some kind of drink mixing or something before, but we've done a lot of booze subreddits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so we're not doing so the football team one. Definitely not. I think we have to do Magic the Gathering altered because now that I'm looking at some of them, they're actually very cool. Yeah, I agree uh, that we yeah. should do this one, because I, I so like the concept generally. Also, I do think it's very bad that we keep doing ones where the thing is a thing to look at, and then we just look at it and we don't really describe it very well. Oh yeah, oh well. And, and so we'll we're do not doing that this time, or we're definitely going to do that this time? <laughs> we're definitely going to. <laughs> But, but it's oh well. bad of us to do it. <laughs> yeah, you you want to do this one because you think we'll do bad with it? No, I'm saying we're going to be doing it because it's the best choice. But also, it's not good that we do that. Yes, we should try not to do that, I guess. Oh and well. I'm having a hard time because you, Matt, were the only one who didn't make sure that it was a link to the old Reddit, and I'm trying to figure uh, out how to get it. Because it doesn't matter. Just do the new Reddit. It's the same thing. No, it doesn't have images on the new Reddit. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. 
So I told you, you just, you just okay. changed the www to old. Yeah. Or you sign into a Reddit account, you monster. We've been doing this no. podcast for two years. I will never. Uh, okay. Yeah, you really need to get a, your own what, Why? Reddit. Be, to do this show that we do. You eh. spent hundreds of hours of your life doing this. Yeah, you but not in enough depth. time on Reddit that you should have an account by now. No, because then what happens is then you get tempted to respond to something someone says, and then you're sucked in, and then you're wasting your life on this, of all things. Mm, you have a Twitter. Yeah, I said on this, though. I was specific. <laughs> oh, okay, you're mad about this. Twitter's <laughs> fine to waste your life on. Yeah, exactly. I don't um, know. I've had a Twitter account since before we started doing this show, and I still think I'm at a grand total of three posts, two of which are on r slash Clancy Brown, so <laughs> I think I'm doing okay. Uh, so, let's see. Everything's pretty simple. The background is a tile set up of a bunch of magic cards. I notice they repeat pretty quickly, though. You only get, like, a dozen cards across the whole top of the screen, but it's the same, like, five cards twice. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Lazy. Mm. A lot of them are just that style of altered card where they just continue the painting that's in the frame out over the frame mm-hmm. um, yeah. so that the background of the frame, uh, of the, the picture it, it becomes the whole thing and then there's the text left unaltered at the bottom of the card. Yeah. I like that red one in the top where it looks like the character has like whips or is shooting wind or something and that's the only part that breaks out of the frame of the artwork. Yeah, that's very cool. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> so, it's pretty simple, this uh, description on the board. It's MTG altered, there's 12,000 readers, there's 36 users, nothing's really customized on this board. Uh, for those who want to share the love of altering Magic the Gathering cards, uh, please keep commission requests and inquiries to PMs. Uh, if you're advertising your services, don't post links in the title of your post. That's all. Yeah, it's really... Oh, there's a starting out uh, fact for frequently asked questions. Um, oh, man, it's really big. It goes into, like, what kind of paints and brushes you should... No, it's only four questions. Never mind. <laughs> they were just answered so elaborately that I was like, oh, this is going to be really in-depth. But no. Oh, man. I'm looking at one called uh, Fully Altered EDH Deck. It took me three years. And yeah, it's every card from whatever EDH stands for. Eldrazi, maybe? Um, uh, I forget what EDH stands for, but it's also called Commander, and you have like one. It's a, just a different way of playing the game. Okay, well, anyway, um, and they've painted out the frames on every card in the whole deck, and it's so many. Oh, man. Who would have the patience? You'd have the patience to say you want to start that project, but who would finish it? I often think about how there are. Everyone in the world has different mental illnesses, and I think that folks that can do this have a very beneficial mental illness. That's true. I, uh... I'm looking at the top one of all time. Here's a big problem with this board, though. They're like, look at this card I altered, and then people are like, that's amazing. I, a regular dummo, don't know what the card looked like originally, so how do yeah. I know what was impressive about what you did? <laughs> well, well, all of the magic cards look the same. They have the, like, if you Google magic card and you find an image, that's what they all look like. 
Because the top of all time is a seasonal playset, and it's a elemental creature that looks like a stag, like in the woods. And I guess this person has painted four of the same card to look like they're occurring in different seasons. Mm. I think that's what it's supposed to be, but I don't know what mm. the original looked like. They are very nice, but <laughs> I don't know what they're being compared to. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's true. I don't know what, uh, it reminds, there's, there's a Pokemon that's a deer that changes with the seasons. What is that called? Yeah. Sawbuck? Bucksaw? So, yeah. Bonesaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bonesaw. <laughs> Bonesaw's ready. I, uh, I just posted a link to an image of the original card in our chat, and it's just sort of, uh, a deer oh. in nature. So, of these four oh, cards, yeah. one of them is just this card, right? Uh yes, I uh, I'm going One of them is pretty now. much yeah. the same, but they extend the, the art. Yeah, okay. the yellow one except the yeah, what Jeff said. I wonder why that's the top of all time cuz number 3 of all time is blowing my goddamn mind. It's called My Personal Art Skills Level Up NFS. I don't know what that means. That probably has some definition uh in this community and it's an altar of the card demonic tutor and it is just a demon face taking up the whole card and like <laughs> the demons demon jowls are like scooped over the the text of the card that tells you what it does and it looks really cool. Now, I'm enough of a nerd that I know that there's been a bunch of demonic tutor cards throughout the history of Magic the Gathering. It's one of the ones that they re reissue every time that it goes into, uh, it goes out of standard. Is there one that looks like this and they've extended the art? Because I don't I guess, recognize right? this art style. I'm looking hmm. now at a, at a bunch of demonic tutors. I don't see one that looks anything like this. I think this is entirely original art. Wow, that's very cool then. <clears throat> Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's I, another I, uh, thing. People aren't specific about that sort of thing. So how do we know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it though. Yeah, because mm -hmm. the the block, the card block, looks like the very old. Uh, the like text block looks like the super old demonic tutor because it's just like uh like old sheet of paper style with very big blocky letters. So I think it's an altar of that, but with wholly original art. Yeah, I uh I I think I found the one that it is originally from. I'm going to put the link in the chat. Um cool. I'm going to probably click on it and be like that's what I thought too. Yep, that's what I thought too. <laughs> yeah, the art oh, okay. the art on this card that was actually professionally produced by a professional artist is terrible. <laughs> it looks like something you'd paint on a conversion van in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, people were not good at making fantasy art for trading cards when this was printed in 1994 or whatever. Yes. So, but you can't this blame altered, them. This altered demonic tutor looks like uh, Diablo in the modern Diablo games, if that helps people to imagine it. Yeah. It's yeah, just a bald guy with horns, <laughs> is all it is, really. No, 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 no. The, the altered card I'm talking about. Oh, okay, about yes. Not the I, original. I'm still staring at this original. It just looks like <laughs> the original a pissed-off like guy if, with a book. Yeah, the original looks like if, like, Daffy Duck sold his soul to the devil, <laughs> that devil in the Looney Tunes cartoon <laughs> would be this guy. <laughs> Yeah. Someone made a really elaborate altar of one of the Planeswalker cards, Liliana of the Veil, um, and it's very cool, but uh, they did not put a not work safe tag on it, even oh, though yes. you can see the character's nipple. nipple. This should be Shameful. called L Liliana of the Nipple. 
if you think about it. <laughs> I don't know how I could ever begin to care about the characters or story of Magic the Gathering. Is it's that a possible? Shame. It's a shame because I want to. Like I, I, I want to care that- about it as far as the aesthetic goes and no farther. I don't know. The character of Liliana sounds very cool because she was a priestess who was like very dedicated to whatever that angel that protects that uh, the world of what is it, Ravnica? Um, And then she got so much more about this than I do. And then she got bitten by a vampire and turned into a vampire. And she's like, well, I guess if I'm going to be evil, then I will serve the angel by being her foil and like become super powerful and leads the armies of the undead. And that seems like a cool story. But also, if she's going to be the angel's foil, that'll mean she'll be uh, much more expensive to resell. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, What was the name of this post? I cannot find it. That's because it's NSFW. Jeff was okay. wrong. It is tag. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I lied. Uh. Um, there, There's one just above that called This Alteration Belongs Here that is a very funny joke because it is the counterspell card, uh, but repainted to be that Batman meme of Batman slapping Robin. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, is very Batman good. is painted to be like I think he's supposed to be Jace Bolaren, who is the blue character in Magic. Yes, and again, he has a very interesting story too. They all have interesting stories. Like he was a thief, and then he learned like he got captured by a guy who was a magician, and he learned how to hypnotize him and do like brain magic and stuff. And now he's like an interdimensional thief where he steals thoughts from people. It's very cool, very weird. It's. It's it is to me like the video game Destiny, where I am absolutely never going to care about the story beyond seeing a cool looking picture and a cool name attached to it, and going awesome. That is a cool looking picture with a cool name attached to it. Yeah, and it's never like re- finding out what the backstory is. <laughs> it's like reading a Dungeons and Dragons spell book where the spell is like you know. uh uh, the h- hunger of Hordoom, and you're like, what is Hordoom? This sounds yeah. cool. I'm never gonna yeah. look it up. I don't care, but... He, who's Mordenkainen? Why does he have, like, five spells named after him? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yep. Uh, so. Oh, man. I just keep yep. looking at stuff. Why is Melf so into acid arrows? <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's fun when you go into the SRD and see what all the spells that have those, like, brand identity names were changed to. Because <laughs> they're just, I think the Melf's one is just, like, M's Acid Arrow or something. <laughs> it's something, like, generic and weird. There's a couple in here, um, like, there's a foil JTM's destroyed and uh, uh, all them permanents, the second highest of all time, where the card effect is destroying the text of the card, and it looks so cool. I have yeah. no idea how they did that. <clears throat> they probably my, had to cut up a card, didn't they? And, like, decoupage yeah, it back probably. together. Oh, There's maybe, yeah. another genre that is very similar where they make a 3D pop-in art by stacking a bunch of cards on top of each other that have different parts of the art cut out. Ooh, that's uh, a cool idea. It is uh, 16 of all time if you're logged in, and near 16, probably <laughs> like 15 or 14 if you're not logged in. Uh, seven Amrakuls died to create this, and it man, it's cool looking. Louisa, uh, yeah. you should do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you'll get this. into this. I don't think I know enough about it to be able to come up with ideas for what people would want to see with it. Do you know it with I mean? Pokemon cards. <laughs> Boom. 
Oh, you yeah. make a million dollars doing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> yeah. uh, it does I have really fun. like the one just above this Emra Cool one is another character in the same genre. Uh, there's these big Cthulhu's called Eldrazi, and they're made of tentacles and pyramids. Uh, and this one is Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, and they've made uh, this, like, mountain-sized skeleton monster fill up the whole card, and it's really cool. That's something you always see with giant monsters in art or movies. They always have a little teeny tiny flock of birds to show you how big the monster is. I think that... Isn't that a subreddit that we looked at? Is it? Birds for scale, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if we looked... I don't think we, we didn't focused do an episode on it. About yeah, it, we didn't yeah, do an episode I do remember about that. Huh, but I, I I'm pretty that. sure Birds for Scale was something that we got linked to from like imaginary fantasy or something. Hmm. Yeah, it's here. Birds for Scale is that genre of picture that you like. <laughs> I do like it. Pretty good. Oh, those birds are so tiny. <laughs> I like when there's a little tiny warrior in the foreground who's about to fight that mountain. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but he's not gonna win. That's the thing, yeah. that's the lie that every fantasy tells you, is that if you're good enough, or even if you have enough magic, you could beat somebody that's the size of a mountain, but you absolutely wouldn't. Yeah, Did you I not feel like that's Shadow something that's becoming more clear in modern video games, yeah, where they have the ability to make uh, things move and not glitch if they're super huge, is like, it's fucking terrifying <laughs> to be a little hero going up against a huge monster. And the thing is, the thing that makes Shadow of the Colossus work is that none of the Colossi are really that aggressive towards you or know what's going on at all. Because if they did, you would die instantly every time. Yeah, there's like one who has a sword, but you're in like a weird corridor, so it can't really hit you that easily. Yep. Man, I... You always see like Batman fighting off like an entire building or whatever, and it's like, this is stupid. You can't do it. It doesn't matter what you do, you're not gonna win! Yeah, but Batman's not real, so it doesn't matter. I guess. <laughs> you guess? You guess that Batman's not real? Well, I promise you he's not. Have you talked to every person? <laughs> Jeff? You no, know, you're right, I haven't. Yeah, what if he's Maybe still I... in the, what if he's still in his training phase, Jeff? <laughs> no one knew about him till he took down uh, that first guy he took down. What if you created him, Jeff, when you killed those people coming out of the opera and stole their pearls? <laughs> Remember That's when true. you did that? <laughs> they yeah, had a kid I, with them. You didn't notice. That, I, I did notice the kid. I looked at him, but I got scared by the intensity in his eyes. Did you, did so you ask him off. if he ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Because that was a mistake, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I fell into that vat of acid, so I'm sure he won't recognize me after this plastic surgeon uh, fixes my face up again. Yep. It's kind of a shame that we you don't do more jokes on this show, because the Joker would be a great nickname for you, but I guess you're just the talker. No, I'm I'm uh I'm I'm very calm on the show. I'm just you can call me Joe Chill over here. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Alright, you well, are the Joker. I almost yeah. I almost didn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how could I work this in naturally? <laughs> Ooh, I really like, uh, also, you're definitely not calm on this show. Uh, I really like <laughs> the 40th of all time is a better view of my Skithrix after an altar from Zeal of the Geek. Uh, it's a painting of Skithrix the Blight Dragon, but the painting cool is last name. exactly the dragon from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, nice. It's yeah. very cool. It I looks like perfect. Oh, they yeah. even uh, put the name in, in that storybook style that, uh... Sleeping yeah. Beauty uses. 
Yeah. What is uh, Maleficent? Yeah, that's Maleficent. Yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. It's hard to remember because she looks similar in my mind to the evil queen from Snow White, who I think her name is just the evil queen. Yeah. That's true. They both do look quite similar. They're both wearing weird head socks, so you don't see their ears or hair or anything. Right? Somebody should should do a bunch of edits of magic cards to make them look like tarot cards. Be the change you want to see in the world, Matt. I'm bad at art. Okay. Oh, I really like number 35 of all time, Dismember Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, it's yes. It's been changed to a close-up of someone's eye with a uh, leather face reflected in the in the iris, and they're, like, crying and their makeup is running. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame Leatherface kind of looks like a chunky dumpster, because the <laughs> eye is so realistic, but Leatherface looks like he's like a cave painting. I'm gonna search the subreddit for tarot, and oh, there's one result, and it doesn't really <laughs> look that much like a tarot card, and also isn't very good. There's a oh. cool, there's a cool drain edit that has Yoda on it. Yeah, I like that one. I really like. I think for you guys it'll be number fifty of all time. It's number forty nine for me. But it says first foil altar. I understand it may be overwhelming to some, but but I this is a masterpiece. <laughs> and they've taken a card called Phantom Tiger and they've carefully scratched the paint off over the foil, so you just get all the shiny foil back on. And then using a ballpoint pen, they have embossed the image of a like stick figure cat, <laughs> cat, cat bear. <laughs> type thing with a smile. Yep. <laughs> and it's very good. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yes, I like that, but I also feel like I don't want to reward people for, like, shitting on other people trying very hard by being <laughs> like, haha, I didn't try hard. Isn't that as good? They did try a bit, though. That's the thing. That's what makes it charming and not a dick move, I think. Because they worked hard at one aspect of it, but not another aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> what was great. this one it's called? Foil, first Foil Altar. For me, it's the number 50 of all time. Oh, weird. Number 50 for me is Ravenous Chupacabra, Island and Opt on Infinite. Oh, no, that's hot. Never mind. Yeah, I fell out of my hot menu. <laughs> you're Damn. in hot. I'm in hot water. No. Uh, I want to look at this First Foil Altar. Uh, I don't think he worked that hard. He just scraped off the yeah, uh, yeah. card. Yeah, but for, for a, an innocent joke like this, that's plenty of work to make it charming and not terrible, I think. I, I get it. I mean, I don't necessarily hate it. I just, I don't know. I always see this on boards where, like, you know, a bunch of people tried very hard and did something very good, and then one person made a very lazy joke, and then it's, <laughs> like, rated above <laughs> other ones where people actually did a lot of work, and it makes me mad. Eh, it's I fine. Been, it's number I 50. Been, <laughs> yeah. I would have been more proud of it if the uh, art had been scraped off, like, perfectly to mm-hmm. fully, like, reach the edges no. of the, the art window. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm doing photoshops and I want to be funny, I think like, oh, I'm not getting all of this background out of the picture. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't, because it's funnier (laughs) if I I don't do such a good job. I like the one right above that, uh, foil batter skull I just did for my good friend's birthday. I think that looks really nice. I don't understand. I see that it's a gift, so you can see what's going on with the foil, foil but I don't get it. What do they change? Uh, they fill the art instead of taking up a rectangle takes up the whole card. Oh, okay. You can kind of see when he moves it, the edge of where the 
printed art is and where the painted begins because it's not as glossy in the painted part. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I guess because he did such a good job that I didn't notice that there was anything special about this. (laughs) Yeah, there's no, uh, there's not generally full art cards like this where the artwork takes up the whole space and just has like text box laid over it. Yeah, Uh, I bet there are now. Are they doing yeah, that? Yeah, I think there's there's some in some sets, but I don't think it's a very common thing for them to do. Hmm. Yeah. I was wondering since we got this board, I'm like, has anybody made because it's elemental things and like mystical figures, is anybody doing muchas? And yes, indeed. <laughs> for me it's number forty seven of all time. Yeah, I was just looking at I that one. I saw too. that and I clicked <laughs> on it not knowing what mucha meant. That is the Art Nouveau, I want to say, artist who's very famous for, like, women of different seasons. Like, he has one that's spring and one that's autumn. Yeah, these rule. These kick So ass. they are just sort of classic, classically styled women, but then they always have elaborate, uh, like, frames that they they interact with. So it's not really a frame for the picture, it's a frame within the picture. Yeah, Jeff, make are... sure to put classically styled women in the description of this episode so we get a very <laughs> specific kind of permit. <laughs> uh, we're already to get one for it being Magic the Gathering altered cards. Yes. Uh, also, I like... that stuff we were talking about with models' feet earlier. Yeah, well, definitely. No. <laughs> it's, these are all the dual lands, and I like that it's just a themed set of cards. I think that's fun. Who, the uh, women? The Mucha women? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because there's a type of card in Magic called a land, and there's normally just five, but there's some special ones that are two of the types instead of just one of the types. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I thought like it. it was all painted, but I see now that it's probably the original art picture of the land that is behind the women. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Volcanic Island is the most telling because you can see that it's a volcanic island back there. <laughs> You know, this episode isn't going to be very funny, but I'm genuinely very impressed with all of these. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like them uh, a lot. Here they all are, finally. Power 9, yes, they are real. 46 of all time for us. Different for Louisa. Because I think that this is... Yeah, this is like so, a bunch of old, classic, very rare and powerful magic cards. And they've like sort of messed them up in this cool, inky style. That is not, mm-hmm. it's not, they're not, like, um, ruined. It's, like, not a joke, but uh, they are definitely, like, very altered. Yeah. With a Black Lotus in the center, which I think we have made jokes about the card Black Lotus in the past, because it's the easy one to remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I seen believe- a few things where people fuck up those cards, and then other people in the thread are like, uh, you know how much that card is worth? <laughs> I think these are specifically banned, um, and, like, that's why they're called the Power Nine, because they're some of the earliest cards in Magic to be just banned in all formats of play. Yeah, I think they were nine artifacts that were considered too powerful. They were all, like, different types of gems and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Black Lotus is the most powerful, because you can play it for free, and then when you tap it, you get three any color mana. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, which is too strong. Yes. Um, also, boy. when Magic started, wasn't there not a limit of the number of a certain card you could have in your deck? Initially, yes. I think now so it's I limited to four, were... which is still too many for Black Lotus. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's true. 
It's because the the rules limit you can tap, you can like only tap certain amounts of lands or whatever. You can only play certain amount of lands per turn, but you could play as many black lotuses as you want and functionally have unlimited mana on your first turn. Yep. Although I don't know. I mean, yes, I. But I think that as the game has evolved, um, I don't know that that's as as helpful as it used to be. I mean, if you draw a Black Lotus, uh, like three Black Lotuses and a very high power creature, you can just get a big hit in on your first turn right away. Yeah, but that requires a very specific draw. I mean, it's possible now with all the blue cards that'll let you like search your deck in certain ways. But you don't. You can't play the blue card if you don't have the Black Lotus to power it. Is my point? No, that's what I'm saying. Is Black Lotus is still powerful because it still lets you do all the weird manipulation stuff. Mm, this is a very just boring w- conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. I'm already sorry, listening and looking sorry, at other Lisa. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I do like, like to talk people's about people's work. Mechanics. I feel like these yes. are the type of people who the people who are doing some really good work on this and maybe making a living from it because some of them do take commissions. They're the type of people who would be painting uh, little miniatures. <laughs> Sorry, go yeah. on. In like the 18th century, and I think it's interesting. Oh, I thought you meant uh, for D and D. No, actual miniatures <laughs> like on ivory uh, that you would keep in your pocket of your beloved as they were off fighting in the American Revolution. Perhaps I mean you'd be British if you yeah. had one of these. Probably well, you stood <laughs> next to a lighthouse on a on a cliff, and the mm-hmm. the waves battered the shore, and some uh, meatloaf song played in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're getting back into cover of a van territory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's speaking the of Magic which. the Gathering aesthetic. The reason the early nineties <laughs> yes. were so good is because meatloaf was still getting work, and so <laughs> everyone was taken up drawing his album covers. <laughs> yes. Speaking speaking of which, um, there's a great post. It's number seventy of all time for me, uh, probably slightly lower. Sixty nine called called nice, yes, (laughs) called Master of Babes, and it was originally Master of Waves. And this person has done the joke that that tiger guy did earlier that I didn't like. This person did the opposite of that in that they did a lot of work and did a very good job of making a joke. Because the Master of Waves used to be a merfolk uh, creature. Now he is surfing and wearing sunglasses and a Hawaiian shirt. And he is yep. the Master of Babes, and it's great. Speaking <laughs> of the 90s, he looks like he would star in an early 90s uh, comedy about an oh, alien yes, who yes. has to fit into California society. Yes. Uh, who, who would be playing him? Are we thinking like Keith David in a bunch of makeup? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna I say Matt Frewer will be playing this Ooh, alien. That's pretty good. Who's um, he? What do I know he him was, from? He was Max Headroom. Oh was, yeah, that's a uh, good pick. Uh huh. Malak the the magnificent in Malak in in uh, Watchmen. Malak. Malak. That's the one. Like the uh, <laughs> the the god. Yep. Or demon Hebrew demon is that it? I don't know. I don't like that Master of Babes didn't change the in the text box Master of Waves to Babes. Yeah, I agree, but (laughs) at least now I can see what it originally was, (laughs) because otherwise I wouldn't know that this was Master of Waves. See, you say you like that they did so well, but they changed the lettering of the title of the card by hand, and it's very obvious that they did. Does that bother you? Not as much. me a little. I mean, a little bit, yes, (laughs) but at least... uh, at least they did the work in the art where it's most important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Um, the one, there's one, uh, just a couple below that. Hello, I'm new here. I hope you enjoy my altars. And I can't tell if it's an intentional reference to the Adventure Zone, because it is a cat in a generic-ass wizard hat doing <laughs> magic spells. And I'm, it's an orange cat. I am yeah. furious that, oh, we, we promised we wouldn't talk as much about other podcasts as we do, but we're but going we wanna, to. We didn't we promise that. We Adventure just got Zone. feedback that maybe we shouldn't. We yeah. never promised Did anything. We? Who, who told did. us not to? In our mailbox anyway oh, right um i <laughs> am genuinely furious that people like still think that garfield the deals warlock is a cat even though there has been absolutely no indication that that is the case and garfield garfield is a real ass name just not because, anymore it's not uh, it's <laughs> just, just like so, Kermit isn't anymore it's just such a stupid lazy reading of the the character like, I agree with you, ugh. but also there's one of the famous webcomic fans they have, and I'm sorry, I forget which one, but she paints uh, or draws Garfield as a blue wizard cat who looks otherwise just like Garfield, and I enjoy it very much. Mm. <laughs> uh, somewhat below this, number 75 for me, is Bristling Hydra, and I think this is my favorite one I've seen. I think they did a really good job extending the art. They sort of made the mountains of the the image stick up uh, under the bottom again, as if the uh, yeah. the like text of the card, the like text box, is nestled in a in a in a crook of the the rocky plains. Here, I like it. That is really cool. How yeah. many how many artists do you think Magic the Gathering employs? If you had to I guess. think that they are all freelance. I don't yeah, think that they I have think, any full-time artists. I think they might even take stuff on spec, right? Like, people might have to submit them really good art, and they're like, okay, I guess we'll pay you for this one. We'll use this one. Yeah, I can no, see it I happening that, that way. I, th I don't think that you, uh, they would do art on spec anymore anyway. Like, maybe when they were getting started, but they're owned by Hasbro now, and they would be taken to task for that. Mm, I feel like a lot of companies can get away with that stuff, though. I mean, they could absolutely be like, we want an artist to do this, make sure you have a very ex ex expansive portfolio of the exact style of art that we trade in, but I don't think that they would be like, alright, who can draw the best Jace Bellerin? Send it to us, and if you don't get picked, you, you just drew it for free. A lot of companies still work that way, though. I mean, I can see what you're saying, so maybe you're right, and I don't know for sure, but I could really see it. Yeah. So you heard it here first, Louisa doesn't support artists. <laughs> That's right. Please steal everything. Everything's free on the internet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, they have a freelance art submissions page on the Wizards of the Coast website. Mm. So if any if we have any artists out there who want to draw for Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, or Duel Masters, which is apparently another game they make, uh, please go to company.wizards.com slash content slash freelance dash art dash submissions and Didn't let us I know say... if you get a job based on that. <laughs> Didn't I say a few weeks ago that I thought Duel Masters should be the name that bisexuals use, and I'm sorry if I said that it's offensive. I thought about it again and I was like, oh, was that bad? That's maybe bad. Yeah, but it's the other spelling of duel. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's why I thought it was great, but now I'm like, oh, was it wasn't bad though? Sorry. Also, now you've made it the joke again, so yeah, it's it was good I was trying to make context. Back up. <laughs> hey, remember that uh, joke I made that I think was horrible? Anyway, remember it? Bye. 
So, if you like our horrible I was jokes, just kidding. please come back next <laughs> time serious. and rate and review us on iTunes. Tell all your friends about us. Uh, it's very helpful to us if you tell your friends, because that's the best way we can grow our audience. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at SeeingReddit, or you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. I finally read all the ones in the mailbox, and I will be responding shortly, uh, so look forward to that. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, JeffJK. I'm locked on Instagram and Twitter, but just request a follow. I'll probably say yes, unless I look at your feed and um, you're some kind of chud uh, that I don't want to follow. Which... <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were doing something aggressive or offensive, but <laughs> then when you said Chad, I was like, maybe you just mean that they're ugly. So you won't follow them. <laughs> no, no. You're welcome so to follow if you me. You request if Jeff's ugly. friendship and he denies you, you're a Chad. Just so you know. No, I mean, if you're uh, if you're specifically like one of them mega chuds or, or something alike mm-hmm. to that, uh, then I'll probably be like, uh, no, you can't follow me. That's weird that you would even want to. Uh, all I do is go on po- my own podcasts and tell you people to drown. So why are you trying to follow me on here? Um, but patreon.com slash JeffJK and you can pay me money. Um <laughs> For calling you a chud. <laughs> Some people are into that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, my birthday's coming up. Go to bit.ly slash wishlist Jeff if you want to buy me something for my Amazon wishlist for my birthday. Yeah, real That's classy, it. Jeff. That's my whole thing. Hey, sometimes people like to buy gifts for other people. I know I do. Yeah, but you shouldn't ask for it. I didn't mention that it was my birthday last week and people could send me gifts. But you but did yeah, now. You have so. a job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, on Instagram and Vero, Louisa Heron. I am locked on Twitter like Jeff, but you can totally just request because I only just don't want my coworkers on my normie job to know what I talk about. So I don't mind any of you guys finding out. Yep. All right. Uh, thanks to all the folks who have been uh, tweeting at us. Thanks to Joe Motion. Um, thanks to Tom Sobiek. Mm, thank you, Tom. Uh, thanks to... God, Jeff, stop changing your name every day. It makes it hard <laughs> for me to know which ones are you. I'm trying to hide. I'm trying to be incognito. <laughs> uh, thanks to Tanner McBride. Mm, thank you, Tanner. Thanks to Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks to Nick Vigil. Mm, thank you, Nick. Uh, thanks to Dan. Mm, thanks, Dan. Um, I think that's everybody. Thanks to Turner, as always. Thank you, Turner. Um, Yeah, thanks everyone for being here. Uh, Thanks for everyone who voted in our uh, poll last week where we were casting Princess Peach. Uh, We've been accused of now just being a... uh, Seeing Reddit is now just a Nintendo sex headcanon podcast. (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) Um, But uh, it looks like Kristen Bell, who I believe was Louisa's pick, is the winner. Second place tied is me and Jeff with Hayden Panettiere, that's mine, and Amanda Seafried, that's Jeff. Uh, and last place was our wild card, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, so I guess you were all wrong. Mm, <laughs> no, uh, I have the support of the listeners here, because uh, Stephanie responded that she voted for Amanda Seafried. 
well, but in a more literal and measurable way, you don't have the support of the <laughs> listeners because more of them voted for Kristen Bell. Yeah, I've got my got finger on the pulse on of the zeitgeist. Everybody uh, retweet retweet these polls every week. We want to go viral. Yes, that's a good good idea. Unless we're doing something that's like really hideously racist and we don't realize it. <laughs> yeah, it was, we're like casting Obama in a movie and all the choices are white people. <laughs> don't retweet those. <laughs> <laughs> so when we do that, which we already know that it's wrong to do, but when we do that, don't retweet us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the common... The <laughs> The common thing online is if you make any mistake, you have to pretend that you knew it was wrong the whole time and you just did it by accident somehow. Yeah, we, we were just, just kidding. We've, we've been hacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, some hackers hacked into the internet archive to change all our tweets. Yeah. Oh, remember also, that really Also, happy? they hacked our podcast to make me say racist things a lot of the time accidentally. <laughs> remember that wonderful week before we knew what a terrible person Anthony Weiner was when yes. he <laughs> accidentally sent out that picture and he's like, oh, I got hacked, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay, my okay. The phone. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Obviously that was a lie and stupid, but if you were a hacker, wouldn't that be a great MO to just yeah. hack into people's phones that are terrible and, like, take their dick pics and tweet them out from their account? Yes. That would be hilarious. I think that is absolutely less ludicrous than the one I was referencing with uh, some kind of newspaper or television person named Joanne Reed, who was like, no, those old blog posts on Internet Archive were hacked in there. I didn't say any of that stuff. <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe you don't know who Joanne Reed is, though, Jeff. That's an insane thing that you just said. Am I supposed to know her besides the fact that she has literally the worst Twitter account of all time? She's a she's a news person, and she's actually pretty good at that news. I mean, yes, she said some heinous shit, and she apologized <laughs> for that later. Mm. Uh, but anyway. Mm. Her apology was, I don't remember saying that, it must have been hackers. Jeff, you have a problem of only listening until the person makes a genuine apology and then tuning out. Because later she was like, I shouldn't have said that it was hackers, I obviously I did say that, but I don't remember it, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> Yes, but it's insane that there was two weeks where she was like, oh, no, there's no explanation for this besides hacking. I think we've all seen things that we wrote when we were 20 years younger and then said, like, there's no way I was that stupid. (laughs) I've always Uh, been like, oh, I was absolutely that stupid. Sometimes sometimes I'll see a post from Facebook from, like, 10 years ago and be like, wow, I can't believe that this isn't way worse. (laughs) Uh, Alright, guys. Nah, I was just gonna say, I think the trap of having a a good memory of any kind is then you think your memory is perfect. (laughs) So you see something like that, and you're like, well, I definitely didn't say that. (laughs) When you did, and you forgot, but you are used to relying on your memory. It's very out of character for me to have taken off my shirt at that many parties, (laughs) I say to myself very often. (laughs) Yeah. I'm wearing four (laughs) shirts right now, how could that be me? (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) But you have a reputation for taking off your shirt. I did in college, because I was a different person in those days. (laughs) And now you're mayor, and you walk around with just a no shirt, but the sash that says mayor. (laughs) it's true, I got the sash tattooed on my chest. (laughs) (laughs) This 
uh, I think there's a great. Shel Silverstein poem about a guy who decides to just get a tattoo of a suit so he doesn't have to wear clothes anymore. <laughs> is that you? Is that about you? Uh, Shel Silverstein is a terrible everything about we've Shel already argued about how we don't like Shel Silverstein. Yes, he's but Jeff no, does. We argued about how you don't like Dr. Seuss. Same. Same person. They are literally the same. Uh, Boo. Anyway, thanks everyone for coming out and listening to our bad takes. Yeah. If if you come back next week, we'll probably have some more, but uh, in the meantime, don't forget, Matt for Mayor. Keep your pockets on track. (laughs) No! (laughs) Hang in there, baby. God damn it, Jeff. (laughs) You can't take it. You can't have it. I'm immortal. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> That's you your new motto. <laughs> you can't have it, Jeff. You need to come up with a new motto. And yes, I'm immortal and unstoppable is a better one than taking my one. <laughs> that would be great. We could have such great affirmations at the end of our show. Yeah. <laughs> affirmations for ourselves, I mean. Well, your your hang in there, baby, is just general advice. I yeah. guess Matt, Matt for mayor is sort of some vision shit for me of like... <laughs> This is what my future is going to be. And Jeff, you could uh, you could be an egomaniacal crazy person. I'll never For die. Sure. Jeff, that's your new thing. I'll never die. Uh-huh. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday, you'd forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hold it, now I want to hoodwink. Does it make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallow Swiss. I like the sushi, cause it's never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Speak like Leanne rhymes, because I'm all about value. Bert Camper's got the mad hits. You try to match wits, you try to hold me but a bust through. Can I make a break and take a bake? I like a sink and they can shake. I like vanilla, it's the finest of the flavors. Gonna see the show, cause then you'll know the vertigo is gonna go, cause it's so dangerous, you'll have to sign a waiver. Can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean, well, you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of taking off my shirt. It's been one week since you looked at me. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at that. The subreddit for North Dakota, which is not my actual Oh, no, but now I have two. Yeah, I'm going to use the one that I... the one I got legitimately. Yeah, uh huh. Right, that's out. that's how you suddenly feel about it. Well, the other one I got was stirred paint, which I don't believe. <laughs> no, that sounds great, actually. I can't understand that anyone would think that that was worth it. Oh, I bet it's <laughs> like, like watching paint get stirred. Mm, no, didn't yeah, work. Maybe. sorry. I can't figure out what the one Matt got means. Like, well, I can't even figure out what words those are. MTG how does? It, how about? Yes, MTG stands for Magic the Gathering, if that helps you, Lisa. I thought maybe it was Ayn Rand related. Uh, I don't see how that's possible. Galter? Yeah, I'm like, Galt, but Galt E. Red, is this important? <laughs> MT Galt E. Red. Yep, <laughs> you got it. Yep. Uh, 